Welcome, comedy fans. It's an all-new Carlson Cast. Get more information and subscribe at carlsoncast.com. Today's episode, we're joined by the Carlson's own Mr. Mark Ippolito. Ask Mark anything. He doesn't care. He'll answer. He doesn't mind. Today's episode is, of course, brought to you by Three Heads Brewing, the makers of Rochester's favorite beer. Remember, do good things, drink responsibly, and always be kind. Now here's your host. He's starring in the 2021 remake of Powder. Vinny Paulino. Hey, everybody. Ross, do your joke. Go ahead. Do your joke. It's called Fat Powder. All right. <laughs> Fat Powder. All right. <laughs> Welcome to the Carlson cast. My name is Vinny Paulino. Or you will know me soon as Fat Powder. Possibly obese powder. <laughs> that was the working title. Yeah. I think that the producers settled on fat. Rotund powder. Now... Everybody, Brian Ball's here too. You can say hello yeah, to him. Yeah, hey, hello, everybody. Welcome back from being sick the last time. Yes. We had such a good episode. Now, uh, Ross <laughs> is here too. We're going to be joined in a little bit by the operations manager here at Comedy at the Carlson Market, Polito. And, folks, the line is open. You can call us, text us, and or just leave messages right here on the Facebook feed and ask Mark your questions. Literally anything. Literally. Anything you want to ask yep. him. The capital of Zimbabwe. You can ask him that. He doesn't know the capital of New York, but (laughs) I'm pretty sure he knows where Cuomo is at all times. He knows the capital of New York. He knows where the governor is at all times, trust me. He knows it's that. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have a good time with that. We're also going to be talking about something that is absolutely huge uh, that is going to be happening here at Comedy at the Carlson, but I can't say too much yet. And we can't even announce the whole thing. We're going to give you just a little hint at something incredible that's about to happen here at the club. A little taste. Not even. Not even a little peekaboo, but we're going to talk about it. A little sniff? A little snifferino. (laughs) A little sniff. You're getting a sniff today. Ross Ross and I don't even know. Just a little tap with your pinky. No, you guys don't know. There's uh, there's two people who know. Just a little tap with your pinky finger on it. You just get a little little. Is it the two people know? It's Mark and who else? Uh, The the artist. The performer. I'm going to ask Mark what it is. He won't tell you. Under the law, he has to tell me. Yeah, it's an ask me anything. He's legally obligated. Yeah. It's his daughter's wedding day. <laughs> That's right. His daughter's getting married this afternoon. So you can ask anything of Mark. Yep. It's an A-A-O-M day. <laughs> ask anything of Mark. Now, uh, we're going to do that. We're also going to do the drawing. I have all the names in here for the upcoming new comic ooh, night, May ooh. 12th. Thank God Brian's name isn't in there this time. And uh, we're going to do a drawing, and Mark's going to help us do that, and we're going to set up the lineup, so make sure you stick around for that. And we're going to do stand-up news a little bit later in the show. So uh, without any further ado, that's the teaser. Do you feel teased? I feel sufficiently teased, yes. All right, cool. So let's talk about the shows that are coming up to the Carlson, and Mark will be in studio in just a minute. We've got lots of great shows coming up for you at Comedy at the Carlson. Check out our schedule at carlsoncomedy.com. April 28th, Mrs. Kasha Davis and Aggie Dune. And Earl David Reed this very weekend, April 29th through May 1st. We have Laura Bites, May 6th through the 8th. And Samuel J. Comroe, May 13th through the 15th. And Dan Guerin and Todd Young in one night only on May 19th. That's selling out pretty quick. Jade Catapretta, May 21st and 22nd. And local guy Mike Dambra, June 3rd through the 5th. He always sells out, so check him out quick soon. And Jackie Fabulous, June 10th through the 12th. Shane Gillis, August 5th through the 7th. Jeff Allen, August 9th, one night night only. 
Uncle Louie Variety Show, September 9th through the 11th. And Vic DiVitetto, September 30th through October 2nd. Pete Corelli, October 28th through the 30th. And the one and only Michael Rappaport, December 9th through the 11th. If you need tickets, again, go to carlsoncomedy.com or call 585-4-COMEDY. Come join us at a show. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my pleasure to welcome into the studio the man who made all of this happen, <laughs> who did all the sloppy elbow grease, and the man who most importantly, <laughs> most importantly hates this kind of praise and makes him want to crawl out of his own skin. It's Mark Polito, everybody. <laughs> hey, Mark. Oh, hi, everybody. Um, I appreciate that opening, but it was a team effort. Oh, stop so. it. You did everything you know it. <laughs> No, 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 no. We were we were a team that did this together. So. Now, uh, Mark, <laughs> always so humble. Well, I mean, it is true. So, I mean, it, literally, this whole dream was created by um, Shresh and his wife Cheryl coming to my old club, the Comedy Club in Webster, and constantly pandering for us to do something together. And then uh, we stumbled upon this building, and we're sneaking in. And then I brought. Oh, yeah. The idea to you. And here we are. And now, then, boom. Mark. Yes. <laughs> here we go. You got to just, I, I just, your energy. Is <laughs> I so, know the, the question. You can't gonna, handle it. it. Well, it's like, it's not like a natural disaster happened since the last time we've, we've done these interviews. <laughs> I mean, the last time we did this was calendar 2019, I believe. That whole pandemic yeah. thing? I don't know. Yeah, let's not talk about <laughs> pandemic no, today. Okay. Let's talk about yeah. the future today. 100%. Now, moving forward. Now, I'm going to take one past question out of the gate because you just talked about Cheryl and Shiresh mm-hmm. coming and seeing shows at the old club and yes. you guys kind of meeting. Now, this question just came in from our friend Kevin Willard. Okay. Good question. He wants to know, who was the first comic that you saw that made you realize you wanted to have a career in the comedy business? Who inspired you? Well, it's a difficult question because I know the first comedian that I saw that made me fall in, stand, fall in love with stand-up comedy, it's a no-brainer, was Eddie Murphy. And sure. I, I've, I've definitely said this before, and I actually just acquired some art of him, which I'm so excited about. He's got a uh, caricature of Eddie Murphy in the red leather yes. that's going up in his office. Oh, nice. Be- because seriously, Delirious and Raw, which totally wouldn't fly in this day, no. uh, in woke no, days, uh, when when I was growing up and I was 12, uh, they you know I was able to like sneak into movie theaters with my old friends of the neighborhood, and that's we thought we were the coolest things in the world because we were these naughty kids. And here's this dude on stage just swearing and swearing, yeah. and you're just gut wrench laughing. <laughs> then he becomes like this huge star, selling out uh, you know stadiums everywhere, and that's when I originally fell in love. But then getting deeper, Kevin. Uh, you know, from him, it was Richard Pryor, George Carlin, uh, you know, just falling down this, you know, downward spiral of all these yeah. great, actually, maybe I should say upward spiral of all these great uh, comedians and writers. So, hey, Glenn, a little less on the three shot today. But, <laughs> I'm feeling I'm looking a little chunky. Yeah, same here, buddy. Come on. Yeah, stop no, showing. With the three I don't shot. want my midriff showing. I gained yeah. a little weight during look pandemic. At, my, this, a lot of pause in my shirts. Look at this button's going. Ah, help and me! My, and my my hair's all weird. You know what? You know what? Just fade to black, and we'll just talk over top yeah, of it. Yeah, right we're here. a real mess of a group. <laughs> So just three sloppy dudes. Uh, <laughs> like we weren't originally supposed to do the show today. We were going to do it tomorrow morning, yeah, but we decided correct. we were going to do it today. And here we all are. 
a bunch of sloppy you know, guys except for Ippy, who looks like a million bucks. No, I definitely do not. Mark but, shows up. He's got to put the suit on. This, I love it. This is called putting whipped cream on shysta. Uh, yes. <laughs> so I even, I'm like, I'm trying not to swear. I'm trying to be completely professional. But yes, the word I was going to say was shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it kind of Clinically it. speaking. It kind of defeats it if you explain it. I know. I know. But that's how nervous I am. Like I said, it's been like almost two years since we've did this Ask yeah. Mark Anything. So you guys I mean, want to watch me make Mark really nervous? Oh, no. Here's how we do it. And he, I know he's going to. So when he said this, okay, first, before we get into this question, Vinny Two days ago, says, okay, we don't have anybody, blah, blah, blah. Well, and here's the thing. Earl office. David Reed is sold out this week. 100%. Yeah. yeah. And he said, oh, I, I briefly talked to Earl, but Earl can't make it, and, uh, you know, let's do you. And I and I was just like, ah, because I knew it was going to be one of these nervousness. But, all right, fire it, Will, Vin. Okay. <laughs> we teased something a little bit earlier on the opening of the show just a few minutes ago before you came in. Okay. And there is something that you are contractually not allowed to give the details on. Correct. So you and I... Are going to very carefully <laughs> tiptoe around. And I don't even know what it is. <laughs> Brian doesn't know who this is, and I think okay. it's great that he doesn't know. And I'm not yeah. going to tell him, yeah. which so, just makes it even more fun. So, Mark, let's talk about the premise. We were closed for a calendar year, uh, uh, a year and a month. Yes. A year and a month, thirteen months. We're yes. closed. Yeah. Now we are now reopened. Obviously, people have been coming to shows. We're limited capacity. Correct. Uh, we've had great new comic night. We're having another great new comic night. We've had great shows. Right. Lots of sellouts, but we're limited to 100 people. 100%. Coming up this fall, yes. there is a comedian. Um, I will not give any credits, but I will say that they are very, very famous from television, movies. <sighs> television, movies, stand-up. My, would you say mostly television? Can we say that? Mostly television, movies, and now, ser yeah, I and mean, if you consider cable television, yes, yes. Yeah, A Mark, series. I consider cable yeah, television. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, everybody right now Most is of America. Netflix, yeah, yeah. And which, by the way, this is, well, continue. <laughs> Netflix. Yes. <laughs> That's a thing that exists. Yes. That this... <laughs> Let's do the rule of threes. Is it right? Gallagher? <laughs> Definitely not Gallagher, no. although... No. <laughs> this person, this famous, famous comedian, mm -hmm. yes. right, loves stand-up comedy so much, Brian. Mm -hmm. Not only do they love stand-up comedy, they cared about what happened to clubs over the pandemic. So mm -hmm. this person picked, was it six clubs, Mark? Well, it's I believe it's up to ten. Okay. And there are uh, ten clubs, just going to do clubs within the say. whole country. Okay, so the premise is this. It's... Um, this person who's completely huge and is going to blow everybody's mind and is completely still relevant um, feels horrible about what happened to comedy clubs during the pandemic. Yeah. And this person wants to give Cause, back. Because a lot weren't as fortunate as us to be able to reopen. Co correct. Yeah. In, in fact, a lot, yeah. of, a lot of places, you know, closed their doors mm -hmm. and just they couldn't keep up. Yeah. Um, this person is actually going to perform here free of charge. Wow. They're coming they're, here. They're coming here. We're going to be able to sell the tickets, and then we actually get to keep all the money from the tickets. The wow. contract legally even says that, and it contract, we just have to pay this person's feature uh, money. Mm -hmm. And they're even paying their own airfare, their own. Wow. I, I, I couldn't, when I read the contract today, I was in tears. I was like, Vinny, we got to announce this on your show. And then two lines down, it says, do not announce show yet. 
So I was like, oh, so we have not so announced our show. We haven't announced it, but it is signed. But there is someone. Contract there is, is signed there is and, a and delivered. Saint, a saintly, very famous person. 100%. And he's yeah. still extremely relevant in this business. And the, it's just such a beautiful story because, you know, he got his start uh, in clubs. And, mm-hmm. you know, to go around, you know, the United States right now, we're fortunate. There's still clubs and there's still states yeah. right now that are still completely locked down. Mm-hmm. Uh, Canada is completely yeah. locked down. Canada's uh, getting worse. Yeah, apparently. And hopefully we can get some, you know, some vaccines up there to help yeah. them out. Um, but it's this guy wants to give back. And it might actually be picked up by Netflix, so we might actually have Netflix filming this whole thing uh, because this person is very relevant, very huge, and he's coming here to do stand-up for free and um, to help us to help out. out. Just to help out. And, he, he, and th- you're talking about hundreds of clubs across the country, so we are very blessed. We are very grateful for, for him to do this, and you know, it's just amazing that there's still a heart I couldn't be th- be I when you told me who it was I went get, get out it's amazing I didn't believe it Is, did this mysterious benefactor reach out to you or his agent his did. agent did so, his yeah. agent did because their agent did don't gender it oh yeah the, sorry there yeah, he's already blown he's already blown ah, it's, so, it's already out of the bag mate so we had actually um, when I booked Pete Davidson here um, mm-hmm. it actually was like. That was like a real kind of wake-up call for a lot of things around the club. Like um, a couple of people from New York City, their heavy hitters, came up and, and watched the shows. And then after the show, they didn't, I didn't even know that they were here. They were like, hey, let me, I'm this person from this agency. I represent this. You know, yeah, but they but do. Boom, boom, boom. And I'm sitting there like, why didn't you let me know you were coming? You know, like. They like it, it better that and way. And it was amazing. It was just. And in the, that, re, you know, they super jazzed about the club. They, yeah. they loved how everything was set up. Um, you know, they loved how me and Tresh were comedy fans going into this mm-hmm. before. You know, just trying to, you know, make money. You know, that's obviously not our business. I mean, obviously our business model is to, you know, pay the bills. But, yeah. you know, we have a, you know, yeah. a higher mission, we like to think, as far yeah. as that. And But it was, it worked out. And out of the blue, I get a call in the middle of the pandemic. And um, his agent was like, listen, I'm shooting for you to get this. I mean, we're looking at like 200 clubs here. He goes, um, but I'm pretty sure you're going to get this. And then... Uh, about three months ago, I got a phone call. It was a hor- it was a bad day. It was one of those days where like, every like you drop your phone, <laughs> yeah. you can't find your keys, and then you go outside, you step in a you know pile of dog poop. It's just like it was like I just remember being in the worst mood, pandy style. You know, <laughs> this is when everything was still kind of locked yeah. down. And then the phone rang. And, and at like, that point, how did you even know when you were going to open? We didn't. We yeah. did. At that point, we had no idea yeah. when. And then uh, he said, "Send me some fall dates in 2021, and and uh, you're you got this." And I was just like, "And you replied all of them?" I was just like, "I could." <laughs> I actually was. I told him I could kiss him because yeah. m- myself and this uh, this person uh, had built a, a a pretty big rapport over pandemic. Yeah, um, great human being and. Um, in the comedy business, you have two, you know, I guess in any business, you have two types where you have like people that you would try to avoid and you have great human beings. And he yeah. is definitely a great human being. And uh, um, it's, so, it's nice. It's great that we have this coming. So. I'm now officially running the chat off of my cell phone because my Wi Fi went out for some reason. So okay. bear with me, everybody. The Wi Fi went out in the building? Uh, mine did. 
Uh-oh. At least to my computer. Mine so all right. Well, so we're, it's all right. We're gonna keep uh, we're gonna keep plugging away here oh, because everybody's still getting the stream. Okay. So uh, <laughs> no, it is not. Uh, well, a lot of people have guessed in the chat as to who it is, and uh, so far, no one's even close. No one's even close. Are they? Let me let me hear a couple of the names. Kevin Hart, Seinfeld, been thrown out. No, definitely not. Yeah, not them. Not them. No, they're not quite as kind-hearted. <laughs> is our person. I could see Jerry doing it. Just I could definitely see Jerry doing that. Yeah. In fact, I think Jerry is going to do something like that in the city. Well, he's stealing it from our guy. <laughs> <laughs> he mentioned something. So when Chuck Schumer is coming, Chuck Schumer, Senator Chuck Schumer, excuse me, his aide actually reached out to me uh, mm-hmm. about a month, and a, a month and a half ago, maybe like three months ago, and said that we're get, they're going to get this um, program together. And Chuck Schumer actually, you know, came through. He He's got this program called Save Our Stages, and it got passed through Congress. And it's all for shuttered venues, venues being yeah. like music venues, yeah. theaters, comedy clubs, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but actually, Chuck Schumer's aide has been in contact with us, like, you know, right. helping us get through this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, this is amazing. So we uh, we actually just filed for that as well. So cross your fingers, everybody. Cause, my fat fingers are crossed. Oh, Mark. my mm-hmm. gosh. We're talking about, you know, just you know getting completely out of the debt that you know has built yeah. up yeah. and and expanding and doing things you know build, uh, building the club back better there you go I've, hey. I, where have I heard that okay no Mark <laughs> let's, let's keep moving here today because yes. I know you're a busy guy we've got sold out show here tonight correct in just a couple hours so it's what Governor Cuomo considers as a sold out show yeah it is what we <laughs> call so, uh, a third of the showroom will be filled well, not even it's less than that I mean we so the rule is slightly 30, less than a third slightly yeah. less than a third it's 33% or 100 whichever's less and you know we're happy to be open, and it's it is kind of wiping yeah. the dust and rust off of everybody. And uh, but it is it, weird when we say we're sold out, and you go into that it, room. It does feel like the soft open weekend over and over and over again. It does. Yeah, it does. Like we're all like ah, walking in, and literally yeah. the health department has come and done a surprise inspection, and they did say expect us to come back. And yeah, yeah. Um, and it is the the the, the fines and penalties for. Breaking these executive orders oh, are insane. It very so it's ten thousand dollars per person over capacity. So if we have a hundred and two people, that's twenty thousand dollars, and then the liquor authority can just come in and take the the license off the wall. Obviously, we don't want anybody getting sick for one, and we want everyone to feel safe for two. Uh, but you know, obviously, we have to follow these rules. So like this whole week has been. You know my friends hitting me up for tickets for this week, and I'm like, hey, uh, I'm sorry, but yeah, I've not, you know. like I've I felt like you know as a comic, I, you can just kind of come to shows, and I haven't even thought about trying because I'm like it's a limited capacity. I don't want to be in anybody's way. And we appreciate you know, that because like, yeah. you know it's you're, you'd be taking a seat to somebody that's yeah. you know paying for a ticket, and and yeah. we could get in trouble if we're over. But so yeah. we got the clickers, and we're we, you know we had to lock the doors. I mean, not lock the doors so people have to stay in. Obviously, they have push bars so they can get out. Yeah. You know, we still have the fire code, but we had to lock the doors at you know at one point when we had a hundred people in the show. And while the second show was waiting outside in the sidewalk, and then you know, kind of do yeah. herd the sheep, but Jeez. but we are so grateful and so thankful, and and our attitude is like I said, we're going to be moving upwards and better and forward, you know, with this whole thing. I got to tell you, Mark, it's amazing. It feels great to be back open. Still, still feel like we're kind of easing into things. One hundred percent. But I want to talk to you and just thank you. Uh, from the Rochester comedy scene oh. for New Comic Night. 
And the reason why I want to say that to you is because you don't have to open up the doors on a Wednesday. You don't have to open the doors on a Thursday. But what you're doing to help young comics get somewhat back to normal and getting some of the rust off is so great. And what did you think of the last new comic night show? You were there. You watched it. I honestly thought it was amazing. So I'm going to try and make every single one of these. I know sometimes people see me like leave – um, yeah, before it's because you're working. I have a six-year-old, and I like to tuck her in, honest to God. And so, like, last night we had a drag show, and we I, when I got it to the point where I knew it could just run itself, I literally was like, all right, I'm going to get out of here, bye, mm-hmm. and ran out the door, and I just made it <laughs> time to tuck her in. But for the new comedy nights, I'm actually going to, like, watch the whole yeah, entire yeah. day. I want to see who's on there. I want to see who's going to come up to the table, and, you know, and, and I want to know who's actually trying, because... Let's say before Pandy, there was kind of like two kind of group. Pandy. Yeah, Pandy. That's I'm sure. Sure. Like called that's it what the we're calling it. Suresh calls it the sabbatical. Before the sabbatical, I like that. Um, so it bef- makes it feel less, you know, horrific. Yeah, I mean, it, fortunately, it wasn't as horrific for us for than it was for other people. Yeah, so, correct. so I'm not trying to make light of it. If, if you were affected, I, I, you know, no one thinks you are. Pandy yeah. before Pandy. Um, there was like two kind of social groups in Rochester, New York comedy um, with the local comedians. There was like this group that was kind of like, I care about like what all these little comics think about me. Mm-hmm. And then there was this group that like was really, really serious about comedy that wrote every day that went to open mics to practice, not just to like, let me please. Recite. Right. Yeah. I don't, let me get, I'm going to, oh, I wonder if Brian Ball's going to like this not, one not joke. To, not to make their friends laugh. Right. Well, you know, it, there were certain individuals that were kind of misleading people yeah. in the community. Um, but the thing of it was, is that the, the, the true people were standing out, the ones that were mm-hmm. writing. And let me say that again writing and then they were writing and then rewriting, rewriting and then writing again and then writing it over and then performing it over over and over and over trust me do that so anyways <laughs> but those people were not the ones a bad that, tip kids <laughs> <laughs> they were the ones that were actually coming to the club yeah you know and 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 the thing of it is is like i would always try to give advice and and sometimes you have to be brutally honest with yeah. somebody tell them to like lose a bit like kind of like trying to tell them to you know fold a poker hand that they're just in love with but it's not a winning hand right yeah. you know and you see them do it but, so, but anyways get back to what i was talking about now you, the, what i saw at new comic night was just everybody excited to see everybody yeah. do you know the difference it was I think amazing was, i i thought about this a lot, a lot since the eighth when we did the last show there was years in this town where you could get on stage just about every night of the week yep. if you wanted to. And that was completely stripped away from people for over a year. And then when they had these 20 people had the opportunity to get back, they really were excited to be there. Yes. And not only were they excited to be there, even their old material is, was fresh to them and performing was fresh and it felt good. That's the problem that I see is too many people got themselves into a rut with just overperforming, making themselves into robots, doing the same thing over and over again. I feel like a reset button has been pushed. I like the term sabbatical. 100%. And I like just being around comics again. Like at the last new comic night, Chris Hasnauer said something stupid. And I said, no, you idiot. And it was just like I haven't called someone an idiot to their face. In so long, and it felt so. What are good. you even talking about? So that good. was actually no, a mirror. No, just to be around comics to make fun of each other again. Like Why are you we always it's, it's, it's so? The, but the, you're right. But you know what I mean? Just that that that. You don't know what you got till it's gone. Yeah. So, like a lot of people that are were, you know, 
that you said that were literally showing up, whether they were just, you yeah. know, doing it for the social scene or whether they were doing it yeah. for really, really trying to do this to make a living at it and want this to be their, their identity, yeah. uh, that was taken away from all of them. And, yep. and now all of a sudden, boom, they have a door that just opened. They got the, a glimpse of what it was like again. Yeah. And maybe, you know what? I think that's better for all of us. Like, I, So one of the things that I'm trying to do um, is is always stay positive that... So this is our second shot. We had a natural disaster happen. We never even, you know, you didn't know three three months into this what the right. future is. And yeah. we have another shot at it. It's like, I'm so blessed. And it's, we are blessed. We needed to take this, build it, and go for it as, as, and gung-ho it. You know, we got a little, uh, I mean, people might have gotten a little, you know, lethargic and not, not yeah. caring, or maybe I won't go to this mic tonight and, you know, I'll, I'll watch this show. It now is another opportunity to build all that back and, yep. and show appreciation for the craft that we all love. I really and, thought we'd see fewer people come back. I thought people would just move on. You know that, but it doesn't seem that way at all. It seems like everybody's, like you said, re-energized and wants to, you know, eager to get back at it. And it's great, and I love everybody that came, and I love everybody, and I love that we're going to be picking from this bowl that Vinny has in his hand. I love it. I love it. I love it. It's, it's there's a whole new love, a whole new um, you know appreciation for it, and it even goes to our guests as well because it's it literally is like the Roaring Twenties right now. Yeah, I mean we have yeah. we only could sell a hundred tickets, but every show those hundred tickets just sell. Yeah, and it's like that, it's like I'm telling you, folks, if you're watching this right now, if you see a show on the schedule you want to go to. It is not going to hurt you to just pull the trigger and buy your tickets now. Yeah, I'm telling you, yeah. until the, these restrictions start getting lifted up more, they are gone. One hundred percent. It's great. It's it's what it, it's it, the funny part about it is I was I was actually talking to uh, Bill Moranimal, who's going to be emceeing tonight. Never heard of him. <laughs> just kidding, Bill. I love Bill, you. Oh, I, I should have said Bill Moran. His, his nickname is Moranimal. I, I just yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing Billy tonight. Billy. Um, earlier today is like you see people walk in here with their eyes like wide open, yeah. and just when they sit down, they take their masks off, their jaws drop because they're like, I'm actually someplace that's yeah. organic that's going to have live entertainment they've been seeing nothing but screens yeah. they've been looking at their phones <laughs> their computers their tvs for a year of some odd months and this is now their first bit of yeah. organic live entertainment and they're just out of their minds do you remember how you forced me to MC a couple weeks ago our opening weekend yes <laughs> you're like you can do it man you got it you aren't you it. glad that you no did, i'm though? still mad at you about it frankly uh, why but <laughs> here's the deal the <laughs> it was so strange to be the first person to walk up to stage after yeah. this. It's an honor, thank you. you yeah, you're but, right. You were the first feet that stepped up. Yeah, there. I walked out there, and you know what the most jarring thing was to me, Mark? Uh, people's bare faces. Do you know how long it's been since I've oh, wow. stared at people's bare faces? So, so, you know what? I didn't even think about that, but you're right, staring at a full room of people without masks. And 14 months of lax dental Not a hygiene. Full yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was quite a gust heading my uh, way on the stage that night. Actually, that's, you know, I actually watched that Dana White UFC fight on Saturday night, and yeah. I had the same feeling. Like, I, I thought yeah. to myself, this is, has to be recorded. And then my buddy's like, no, this is live. And there's 15,000 people in there without masks. And I literally was like, are you kidding me? Like, I couldn't believe it. Now, we're so all going to die. I'm hoping, I'm hoping yeah. that 
you know, I'll give them credit. So, so everyone's saying that was like, yeah. you know, um, reckless and endangering. I'm not saying that's right or wrong. Just doctors. What I'm saying <laughs> is I'm hoping that they could actually use that as a control group like in a week from now yeah. and nobody gets sick and nobody well, so know, that people could say, oh, my God, 15,000 people were in that thing and nobody got sick. I know sick. every professional sporting league's watching that. Like, well, what see, you, you know, what's going on after that. It's insane seeing. We so that I, I feel you when yeah. you got up there. and you It was just very like, strange to look out and be like, because honestly, Mark, I didn't know what I was supposed to do. Was I supposed to keep my mask on until I got to the stage? Like, yes. it's such a, yeah, I did. Yes. But it's just such a weird thing. Right. Yeah. When you have not seen a human being that you don't live with. Like their full right. face in a year. <laughs> I just I wonder how long. Like I thought when I was on back on stage the first time. Like you know, as a as a comic, your reflex is to you know take the mic out of the stand. Now it's take your mask off, put it in your pocket, take the mic out of the stand. Like right. I wonder how long it's going to be before that. Take my mask off, put it in my pocket. Couple of well, extra stops. Stops, stops right? being a. A reflex. Well, know. now it's like comics have to be like the stripper pole cleaner. Like, you know how you go out? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like before each stripper goes on the pole, they uh, spray it yeah. and give it a wipe. So now you're going to have to stand in the back and give us longer You're intros. opening for who in a couple weeks? He's Damn with Damra. Damra. Yeah. So you're going to be like. You're going to have to give me a longer <laughs> intro so that I have time to like clean the. Well, I mean. <laughs> to clean everything. I really hope he can make it through the border. Oh, gosh. He says he can. We gave him a contract so we could show the yeah. border. He's, he's like 75 to 90%. I'm there, so yeah. we're going forward. So what he should do is just put Gracie in the driver's seat. 100%. And he should hide yeah. in the trunk Gracie. and try to get over the border. Gracie. Because I'm pretty sure that kid could out-talk him. That, that's, I'm pretty yeah. sure that she kid could out-talk him. She could talk her way into the Pentagon. <laughs> Seriously, she's so intelligent. That is the smartest child I've ever met in my life. 100%. Smartest, like, one she of the probably, smartest people I've met She probably life. doesn't even need a GPS. That kid knows the way. 100%. She's like, I'll, I'll figure it out by the sun and the stars. Right. Just let me go. So but he our, is bringing Grace, and they're going to yeah. go see Grandma and Grandpa. I got a question so. here from you, uh, for you from a listener. And okay. sorry again, folks. The uh, internet is giving us a lot of problems here in the studio. But uh, I don't know who this is from, but it's a very silly question, and okay. it is Ask Mark Anything. All right. What are your thoughts on Clams Casino? Oh, my gosh. Is that really a, really so, a question? So is it is the listener name? No what? name. No name. Just wants to know, what do you think of Clams Casino? Okay, was the listener at one of my backyard parties uh, about 10 years ago? How yeah. would I know? And tell How would I know? Mark, we want to know what you think of Clams Casino. Uh, all right. And as few words as possible because holy shit. What are we even doing? Vinny, you've been to my old house in Webster. Many times. Okay, so you remember how the back door was right next to like a giant hot tub? Yeah. Okay, so we had this party, mm -hmm. and um, one of the first guests was this guy, Mike, that used to work at the Comics Cafe. Then he worked at the Comedy Club, and he actually filled in a few shifts here. Um, and he came through. He's like, oh, a hot tub. And he, he said, bro, can I get some shorts? I said, sure. My bedroom's up there. Go ahead. Help yourself. Well, he went upstairs and he put on a pair of my wife's bikini bottoms. <laughs> and as one does, he had sure. sausage hanging out one side and clam casino hanging out the other and he just came out. <laughs> and he was one of the first guests. So at this point, there was literally like, I don't know, maybe 10 people and we're all dying because we know this dude and we're we were all, you know, obviously pretty buzzed and um, he gets in the hot tub. So now it came like this thing. Whenever a new guest would come to the party, they would come through the house, 
and they'd come out the back door, and he would literally stand up out of the hot tub and go, hey, how you doing? I'm Mike. Welcome to the party. And everybody that was with already at the party would just laugh. With at, his sausage and veg hanging out. With the Clams Casino. Yeah. Get it yeah. straight. Clams yeah, Casino. So He ne probably never learns. This, you can sit here and tell him all day, Clams Casino. Honest to God, it, it was... He's going to say meat and potatoes in five seconds. Watch. <laughs> but it literally was the theme of this party because it... it so it, we literally think about like three hours of watching this door and people entering to come to the party. And the first thing they see is Clams Casino. Hi, I'm Mike. Welcome to the party. And everyone just laughing at their expression like, All right. who the heck is this dude? So, ladies so, and gentlemen, seafood will not be on the menu yeah. at the Carlson anytime soon. <laughs> Those were very unprofessional times, kids. So, <laughs> Oh, Mark. Yeah, it it I, was I, hilarious, I thought, like, like, I'm glad that I'm glad I came in at the end of it, but I'm glad that, like, I got to experience the end of the halcyon days of the crazy years of comedy. It was like, like the fall. I, I, yeah, yes. I got, you're I got, absolutely right. Exactly. <laughs> I got to witness. I got. I got. You know, to witness Caligula playing the fiddle. Yeah, and it was then, there originally yeah. too. And then that was it. And now it's now everybody's pretty normal and it's fine. But I got to catch the end of it, and it was uh, it was it was fun. Mark, who's the who's the comic you have coming in that you're most excited about? Oh, other, other than the mystery man. Other than mystery guest, um, yeah. well, I mean, we have a full calendar of great acts. Um, somebody who I haven't seen before is Michael Rappaport. Yep. And I'm interested to you know kind of pick his brain because he's a very intelligent dude and yeah. he's got some real like debates going on with some really big people in the world. So I just want to you know have conversations with him. Um, who else do we have coming up? Uh, well, Jackie Fabulous has yeah. been around. I, I can't wait to hang out with her. Um, also, Ross's old stage name we learned earlier. Is that? <laughs> <laughs> but I have to tell you, we just had somebody who I absolutely fell in love with, who 100% I'm a huge fan, and that's Jessica Kirsten, who we are going to have back here. Uh, she she wants to film her special here, and then we're going to have her back on the show because we knew there was some technical difficulties. Yeah, so, folks, you didn't get to hear the greatest interview I've ever done. <laughs> Because there was a technical glitch, and uh, yeah, but Jessica but was said, so generous with her time, and she's wonderfully funny. And she said she's going to do this again, and she's going to come here, she's going to film her, uh, a special here. Nice. And, she, that, and she was such a good hang. Such So for people who know who Jessica Kirsten is and who follow comedy, she's really that way, and she is super cool and super awesome. That's where the Carlson is at, folks. Comics want to film their specials here. Mm -hmm. Yes. Not just trying to be, not trying to get a big head about it, but we're just saying, everybody. It's just it, facts. Now, it, it's a great room. It is a great room, and a lot of people want to get on that stage, Mark. So let's yes. talk about that, shall Ooh, we? Here we go, everybody. New comic night. First and foremost, thank you, everybody, for trying to uh, get into this business. And like I said, mm -hmm. right Rewrite, right, right, right. Ask people for advice. Vinny, Todd, everybody that's doing it. Dan Viola is somebody Not here. Brian. Uh, Sky Sands, uh, Ryan. <laughs> Brian. Right. Uh, You're better off asking Brian McBride. Ask him, no, and also, <laughs> if you if you have this one bit, and I can't and I can't stress this enough because there's a lot of bits that you might find is the most funniest thing to you, yeah. and you've done it a hundred times, and nobody laughs. You need to fold that poker hand. You either need to re completely rewrite the bit and get everybody so they can see your vantage point or viewpoint of that bit or just get rid of it because I've yeah. seen people do a bit over and over and over and over and over and over. That's my advice to you. But I love you all. I can't wait to see you in the 2021. 
the year of retiring shit. Now, folks, what's going to happen is, Brian, I'm going to give you this pen and paper. I'm going to have you be my scribe. Okay. Now, Mark, I uh, told you that I was going to have you do the drawing, but I had to write all the names by hand today. No worries. Because my printer didn't work. So you're not going to be able to read what is written on these, and I apologize. No problem. But everyone who signed up at carlsoncast.com since we put up the voting until last or till Wednesday night at midnight last night, your name is in this jar. Awesome. There's over 40 people's names in this jar, oh and there are 20 God. spots available. That's so, amazing, Rochester. Amazing. Here's the good news. If you are not picked here for New Comic Night tonight, folks, it's okay. Because... The funniest person roster contest is right around the corner. That's Sign up for that. You're here. We're glad to have you. 100%. You got your shot. But for new comic night, unfortunately, we keep it to 20 people because we want to have a 90-minute show. Because here's the other thing, folks. Brevity is the soul of wit. <laughs> so let's keep it a, keep a 90-minute show. <laughs> keep it nice and tight for the audience. We don't want to laugh people out. We want to leave them wanting more. We don't need to have... If I put all 40 people on, by the end of the show, the last 20 people that perform are going to wish they didn't because the crowd's <laughs> going to be so tired. That's why we do 20 people, everybody. So, Mark, you ready for this? I'm going to start picking some names. I'm ready. Okay. I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing who's I don't want to look in this bucket. I just want to go off the cuff. Brian, are you ready to write names down? I am down? ready. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, first person, when I call your name, this is the order you're performing in. So if you're watching this at home... Get excited. Here we go. Zach Edward, number one. Congratulations, Zach. You get to bite the bullet for all the other comics. <laughs> it's a tough spot. Here is a name I have not seen in a long time, but boy, am I excited to see him come back to the stage. Tim Allmeter. Oh, Tim G. Tim, looking forward to that. Coming back. Not looking at names. Picking randomly. That's the goal here, folks. Luke Latella, performing number three. Lou? Luke. Luke? Latella. Latella. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, this is cool. Glad to have her back. Sarah Cannon, everybody. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Good old Sarah Cannon. Love it. I like how Brian's writing this down on a G.I. Uh, Joe doll. Yep. But it's the box, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, the only, it's the only hard <laughs> it's surface so, I have. It's so cool. <laughs> All right. Performing. Fifth spot, Mike Fonza. I, I don't know anybody except for Tim and Shan. Uh, in a lot of ways, that's probably good. And, I'm looking comics. forward to it. I'm very, a lot I'm, of new people. There's names on here that I've never seen before, so I'm excited about that. It's awesome. Zach Schaefer, number six. Zach Schaefer, we've congratulations. Reached, we've reached our limit of Zachs. <laughs> no more Zachs allowed. It's in the law. Going two Zacks per room. All right, we got a Buffalo comic coming out. Chris Plumer. Chris Plumer, very funny guy. Glad to have him on the show. I dropped a name out of the bucket, so follow. Michael Rizik. Michael Rizik. Congratulations, Michael. Looking forward to seeing your stuff. I am spelling these phonetically and letting you figure out who's who. All right, <laughs> we're on number nine, right? Yes. Okay, number nine. Guy's no stranger to the club, Malcolm Whitfield. Oh, love you, Malcolm. Funny kid. Oh, and that, this is going to be good for him because, uh, real quick, Malcolm and Madeline Smith are doing a great show for a great thing because Malcolm and Madeline have both been um, working as vaccinators. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. at the Dome Arena. So have they, they really? They have vaccinated like thousands of people here in Rochester, New York, and they're putting on a show for everyone that they uh, were working in, in the vaccination clinic yeah, there. That's amazing. So, absolutely. So, Malcolm, I can't wait to see you and give you big hugs. Madeline, I'm going to hug you both. I'm, I'm fully vaccinated, <laughs> so I'm going to lick your face. <laughs> Congratulations, Malcolm. Yeah. Uh, coming in, number 10, halfway through, Paul Moselli. Paul Moselli. That's a new one. New one. Looking forward I to seeing you. I love all there, these Paul. new names, man. This is great. Yeah. Fresh meat. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, number 11, Katarina Valentine. That's a great name. That's a great stage name. It rivals Jackie Fabulous. That's right. That's it's probably a real name. Hollywood name, too. It is a Hollywood name. Katarina Valentine. All right. Coming in at number 12, John Lockwood. I can spell I, that one. I do know that's a happen. that's a Buffalo guy. That's yeah, a Buffalo guy. We're gonna look forward to seeing him. All right, Bill Lake. Bill Lake. Can you spell Lake, Brian? I think so. All right. <laughs> Does they have a Q or not a Q? It All right. For you, Canada. <laughs> yeah. Lakwe. <laughs> I'm gonna try to do my best on this one, Mackenzie Petraeus. Mackenzie, wow. looking forward to seeing your stuff. Wow, this is a lot of new people. Which I is think great. it's great. One hundred percent. Ryan Clark, I believe uh, Ryan's a Buffalo comic, yeah, if I recall. I think so. All right, no stranger, Mr. Greg Owens. You made it. Oh, of course. Oh, I can spell that. One. Gre- this is going to be good practice for Greg too, because number he's sixteen. Show. Yeah, with uh, Todd and Dan Gerwin. Folks, four more spots. Todd Gerson. Oh, Todd. Who doesn't love Todd? Eh. <laughs> yeah, more than you think. <laughs> All right. Jenicole Glover. Oh, love her. She's hysterical. One, she did well in the contest last time we had the contest. She did? Didn't she get up in like the top ten or something? I think like she that? was in the semifinals or the finals. Uh, she was uh, hysterical. Love her. Ed Mello, number 19. Uh, Ed, I love Ed. Now we got one left. Good shake. Folks, if you didn't make it in, I'm sorry. We tried our best. But the contest is going to be in like a month and a half. Yeah. So. Trust me. You're going to get your spot. Right. Just hang tight. And ending the show will be Mr. Kevin Lape. Kevin Lape. Have that order correct. Congratulations to all of you. You're going to be here on, what are we doing this, May 12th? Yes. Coming up in just a couple of weeks on a Wednesday night. Uh, tell your friends, the show is free, folks. Mm-hmm. We have this show as a, just a fantastic opportunity for people to come out and support live comedy in Rochester. You're not going to have a show that's free that's as good as this is going to be. Trust 100%. Me. It was amazing the last time. It was really good. And, uh, you know, we, we're only allowed 100 people capacity, so we do recommend if you do have friends coming that you have them come like at least a half hour, 45 minutes before the show because we will be telling people that they cannot get in the building when we hit a, 100 people. Correct. You know, that whole liquor license thing. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. Uh, it was amazing. Everyone was funny. Um, and it was great. It was just good to see everybody again. It's going to be good to meet all these new people. Mark, so. thank you for doing everything that you do. Oh, stop it. It's thank a you. team. Thank it's you. a team. There's thank no you I in the word team. For continuing to bring in such great comics. Oh, I love Laura Bites is going to be here next week, and I have to tell you, I wanted to mention this to you. To me, she is one of the funniest people that you have on this schedule that's like underrated. That's going to be a very funny show, and I'm looking forward to it. Bro, I'm so glad that you said that because I, I think me and you had the conversation where I was like, dude, I'm, I just watched David Spade 
bring this girl up on his show. She's killer and she's a murderer. You got. I, I don't. Know I didn't if, realize that was her. Yeah, you were talking about. Yeah, that's her. Okay, dude, she's, she's hysterical. A, she's a she, dude. She's absolutely. You're gonna love her. Yeah, and uh, she's gonna be a household name. Um, I mean, literally, Spade saw her performing. Like that, and, and guys, like that's the cool thing about living in L.A. and you know New York and doing yeah. open mics. Yeah. Maybe David Spade will just drop in and see your set. Hey, then, well, you know, not for nothing. You know, in Rochester, New York, Brian Ball might see your I'm set. Right. I'm right. And, and then he'll put you on Slicey Dicey. You're yeah. going- <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Google it. It's a real thing. It's a real thing. You just ruined me, Mark. You just yeah. ruined. I'm me. sorry. Wait, we've never mentioned that. Thanks on for that? the thanks for the plug. I appreciate. it. <laughs> if you want to see Brian's second career as a hand model, yeah, uh, but <laughs> my magic finger. But Laura, back to that. She is absolutely killer. Uh, you can see her on Rogan. Now, are there uh, tickets still left for next week? So it's already half full. I mean, okay. so like being a get week on. out and half full is like yeah. I'm not used to this, man. But it's a hundred tickets, so get them quick. Yeah. And um, big show, gonna be funny. Steve Wrigley, I believe, is on that. No, is Wriggles on? No, it? wait, Wriggles is on something else. I think. Okay, I know I got him featuring on something. Good. So, um, but uh, I think I got a Gator and, and Wrigley possibly on that one. Okay, I gotta look it up. But very good. I think that's who's on that. Market so. Polito, thank you for being oh, here. Thank you guys. Brian Ball, adequate as usual. Thank you, thank you. And listen, it's all a team effort here. There's, it's not me. It's all of us well, together. Well, as a member of the team, yes, I'm sick and tired of carrying people. Now, <laughs> uh, Glenn, we're going to be right back with the news. So uh, cue up some promo, and we'll be right back with uh, Ross to finish off the show, folks. We'll see you in just a minute. Thank you for being awesome and watching another episode of the Carlson Cast. Don't forget we're streaming live on Facebook and YouTube every Friday morning. You could also follow us on social media on Twitter and Instagram at Carlson Cast. You can listen anytime on iTunes, Google Play, and we're now available on Spotify. You should also check out an amazing app called Laughable. And on the Laughable app, you can connect to your favorite comedians in a way you never thought you could before. Download it in the App Store and visit carlsoncast.com for information on more shows. And don't be a jerk. Rate and review. All right, ladies and gentlemen, when stand-up news breaks every now and again, Ross Johnson Googles it. It's time for stand-up news. Howdy, Ross. Welcome back. You can get this on Google? <laughs> what are you doing here, then? I mean, you for just God's had sake. searching encyclopedias. <laughs> There's so many newspapers in this house. Um, Intranet? Hello. Hi, bud. I got a computer now. <laughs> um, so I don't do a ton of birthdays because there are a lot of them and they're boring. But uh, once in a while, a legend. There's a legend that has a has a birthday and you got you to gotta call out. I so told you. Just because Brian's birthday was yesterday doesn't mean we have to be nice to him. Yeah. Oh. Is, this, is this about me? It's about no. me, right? It's about I mean, me? I'm be really sad if it isn't. Um, is it about? Yeah. Oh, oh that's nice. Whose birthday was Brian's it? Brian's birthday. Uh, Carol Burnett. Oh, I like her so much better than Brian. Me too. world. Heck. Brian's wife likes Carol Burnett better. Uh, she's yeah. uh, She turned 88, which wow. is pretty, wow. pretty darn good. She and looks she's good. Still, yeah, I mean, she's still, still doing stuff. I don't know. She's yeah. I don't know if she's spry. And, and I hear she liked to have a good time back in the day as well. Is that true? Yeah. I don't know that about her. I mean, not like it wasn't like a horrible reputation, but yeah, yeah she was a participant in all the goings-on right. of the comedy scene of the 70s and 80s. Sure. Good for her. When I was a kid, I had her audiobook on tape, her autobiography, and it was like my favorite thing. I would listen what? to it like before bed every night. 
So you I would listen so to I know, Carol Burnett's I know story Carol every Burnett. night before bed. I know and, Carol Burnett's story till she was and, like twenty. At what age was this? <laughs> oh my god, I was like five. Yeah. I don't care that's ridiculous. To, I no longer yeah. care that it's her birthday. I just how, how is that? They had it at the dollar store. You, hold on a second. At the dollar how store. You hold on you a tape. So five year old you. Oh yeah. Would listen to Carol Burnett. Did, let me ask you this question. If it I wasn't Carol, a Carol Burnett tape, would it have been just whatever else was at the dollar no, store? No, I had no. I had Carol Burnett. <laughs> um, Did you pick Carol Burnett? I had. Yeah, of course. I swear to God. And I listened to uh, I Know Why the Cage Bird Sings okay. over and over again. Great. Right. Uh-huh. Um, I can't remember any others. I, I think I still have them. I kept so, them as like So your souvenirs. parents took away your She-Ra dolls and gave you Carol Burnett autobiographies. Oh, no. I tips. totally chose. The, yeah. You know, if you're trying to turn a kid straight, you don't give them Carol Burnett autobiographies. <laughs> <laughs> no, I chose those as well. <laughs> Uh, She-Ra. Ask ask Ross anything. (laughs) Um, uh, We talked last time about some of the, you know, some of the uh, some of the ways that people have been making comedy happen. You know what I was doing? Mm -hmm. I was like watching Ninja Turtle tapes. Ross is just like... (laughs) I I love Ross is listening to Carol Burnett wax poetic about red buttons. (laughs) (laughs) Ross thought he had a nice, charming, like, anecdote to stick into a birthday announcement. And now we gonna, just can't stop thinking about it. Throw it oh, boy. Uh, what a podcast. Um, <laughs> All right, pal. Give me more news. Um, so, you know, one of the ways that... Uh, How about something I could use? One of the ways that uh, that comedians have been making uh, comedy work during COVID times is by doing it on the subway. Um, among, I guess, you know, among other things. I hear you're allowed subway. to do, like... Anything you want. Literally, somebody, so. it's a it's Pretty a law much, free yeah. zone. Totally good. No, so, so New York City, the uh, ups, Upper West Side Comedy Club, they've been organizing for a while. They've been doing this for for a few months, and I guess they're sort of wrapping up now because, as we know, clubs are reopening. Yes. But they've been doing uh, shows like on the one train um, for fifteen dollars, and, and and I guess it's the kind of thing where you can. You can actually like sign up for the show and like follow them through the turnstile and like get on the train and watch the show. Or if you just if you just happen to be sitting there, you're welcome to contribute if you want. Yeah, but uh, when the show's over, where do you get off? No, they actually. So uh, there's like a video. So this was in the New York Times, but there's there was a video and some other stuff. Like they'll like if they're not done with the set, they'll like transfer. They'll take the whole like, group of people and anybody else who wants to come and just transfer to another train and restart the and continue the set. That sounds like. A a lot of work for the That's crowd. That does sound and, like a lot and of work. And B less than legal. Well, and this is the other thing I don't <laughs> understand about it. how are you allowed to have stand up comedy in a subway car, but you weren't allowed to have it inside of stand up comedy clubs. Well, yeah. What is the logic? These there? are some legal grayer. This this was also a legal gray area, by the way, and and by gray area, mean I I mean like people just weren't really arresting them. Yeah. So you know this wasn't. I just didn't know you could. Comedians and hookers are running wild in Manhattan right <laughs> I mean, now. I just more or less. I just didn't know you could sublet a subway car. <laughs> like, I, didn't I mean, know you were allowed to do that. They they the one of the comedians commented that at one point one of the conductors was like. Um, or security guys was like, are you doing comedy? And they thought they were getting arrested. And he was like, cool, what are you doing? So he's like, I guess we've got the uh, official hmm. transit authority. I'm pretty uh, sure that's not people. how that works. Just, yeah. I'm pretty sure that one <laughs> just guy because, who's been drinking all day. Just because Dave on the night shift let it slide <laughs> doesn't right. mean it's now legal. Well, they're done, and I don't think anybody got arrested. So they uh. made some money, and it worked out for them. So. I mean, that's way better than what Dave has to deal with most nights. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Oh, you're doing comedy? Cool. <laughs> you're not stabbing anyone? Awesome. Right, right. <laughs> Yeah. Out. Yeah. Is that the worst thing that's happening on the subway? Maybe. 
Yeah. It depends, on, it depends on the comic. Is it an open yeah. mic? To I don't be honest know, maybe. with you, it might be a distraction for a lot of right. horrible things happening right. on the yeah. train. <laughs> it could be something to avert your eyes to. There's murders yeah. going on on the two train. but <laughs> um, uh, So stand-up comedy has sort of not really been a thing in China in the past. Mm-hmm. I've okay. heard that. Yeah, it has. So it's become a thing. Uh, there are a couple of uh, popular shows that have come on, and and uh, some clubs ish or some 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 entertainment venues mm-hmm. are opening up to stand up comedy. Um, the government is not thrilled. It turns out. Um, so, really, the com- <laughs> the government is not a big fan of it, huh? Yeah. So this is the, from the uh, Financial Times. So I guess there was a. I guess there was a performance at a Beijing theater on March 13th. It's been going on. It's been going on for a couple months. I guess they have sort of a rotating uh, comedy show, and the government decided that they've uh, violated social morality. Uh, they've been fined uh, fifty thousand yen, which is about uh, eight seventy-five eight eight thousand uh, dollars for the um, for having used vulgar terms in their performance. Um, a couple other things have happened. Uh, there's they say poo poo. They said poo poo. <laughs> uh, they said uh, wee wee. Oh my so, gosh! Yeah. You know, I just want to start humming the national anthem right now. Think about that, man. Oops, we live yeah, in a world where people yeah. are still being fined for words. Yeah. Well, and wow. You know, there was some other stuff too. There was a uh, so there was a female stand-up comedian, and this was like a year or two ago. Uh, just in the course of this story, I was seeing uh, named Yang Lee, who was came under the same kind of thing because she was like making fun of men in her comedy act and the they were people were oh that i'm fine with she that. should go directly to prison for that <laughs> that that's exactly what you should do i mean they, china doesn't get everything wrong but no you're right i mean you you i can <laughs> what are we saying here <laughs> what are we even talking about it's gonna be a gift of me no. going china doesn't get everything wrong <laughs> his name is brian ball yes b-a-l-l um you know, and no, those glasses aren't a joke. <laughs> now uh, keep going, Ross. You're, you're right. You, you know, it's easy to we. I have I have plenty of complaints about the United States of America, but once in a while, you're like, eh, is it so bad? Yeah, but is it? No. Could it be worse? Sure. Um, so you know, tough times in China to be a comedian. I guess anytime. Yeah, it's a tough time. Do um, we know what words you can't use? Pee uh, pee uh, and wee wee. Okay. No, I mean. I, <laughs> I, I have a feeling, um, you know, there there was there was so there was no information on the show. Like it's scrubbed from the internet. Like you can't find out even what the show They're is that they shut history, down. Like the Star Wars um, they talked about vulgar terminology, but I have a feeling, you know, like with the woman who was making fun of men. I have a feeling probably what triggers it is more um, anything even remotely political. Yeah, sure. probably said something so, about the government. I'm I'm guessing. Yeah. Um. Uh. So this is a little Brian Ball birthday gift. You probably mm-hmm. heard about this. So, uh, the Hollywood Reporter says that uh, Mark Hamill mm-hmm. is going to be starring in uh, The Machine, which is a new uh, comedy uh, from uh, from starring Burt Kreischer, which right. is based on his uh, stand up. His his like. Are you telling me you've never stand-up. seen The Machine? I I have. I mean, it's been a while, and I didn't yeah. look at it for this. I mean, it's not. That's not the kind of. Well, they're turning it into a movie. It's basically doing... Burt Kreischer's first special. I think I'll just wait and watch the movie. Yeah. It's yeah. amazing. They're turning a guy's comedy special into like a live action movie. Right, right. Absolutely. So, I mean, good for him. And it's going to star Mark Hamill. Yeah. As I'm thinking maybe like a mush- Russian mob guy. I don't yeah. know. Like I didn't. they didn't have the casting, but I could sort of see that. I could yeah. sort of see him as, in sure. that role. So, you know. Sure. Burt Kreischer, good for him. Congratulations, uh, Burt. That's a big get. Yeah. That dude's on everything, man. This guy's yeah. getting like... He's on that show on TBS with the monster trucks and stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. yeah he, he's it? really on everything. He's one it's, of those people. He's like the white naked Nicole Byer, like who's, you know, just some people you see like everywhere. 
the white naked Nicole <laughs> right. Byers. You can email that to his agent. <laughs> That's on his they, website. They put that in his bio. Yeah. Oh, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, yeah. the white drunk naked Nicole Byers. <laughs> That's actually going to be my new thing now. I'm going to keep that. Um, uh, be careful if you're on a flight. I guess it's a tough time to be a comedian in Australia, too. Uh, there was a comedian named Dave O'Neill who uh, was uh, taking a flight going between uh, Melbourne and Perth to, to go to uh, different gigs. He uh, went to purchase – he purchased some extra leg room on the flight. Um, he got the bill. <laughs> it was for um, $987,999,999 Australian dollars, <laughs> which, okay, in fairness, is uh, only $770 million in uh, U.S. dollars. So it's okay. not as bad as I thought. Okay. So, um, Conversion. Right. So uh, – He's, uh, you know, he's he's disputing the charge with Qantas as we speak. But, uh, you know, we'll, Why we'll keep you posted on Why did they charge as much? It's got to no be reason. a typo, right? I, I mean, it was completely – yeah, I think it was completely yeah. just a – unless the Australian government is cracking down on comedians. I don't know. Cuomo! No. <laughs> Damn it, Cuomo! <laughs> All right, folks. That is the comedy at the Carlson cast this week. Uh, for those of you who have your tickets to Serial David Reed, enjoy the show this weekend. We will be back next week with Laura Bites. We're excited to have her in studio, hopefully, and uh, to get things a little bit more back to normal around here. Hope you enjoyed the conversation with Mark. And for those of you who made it on New Comic Night, congratulations. Those of you who didn't, we're sorry. We'll see you at the next one. Hope you'll still make it to the show anyway. Thank you from Brian and Ross and myself. Good night. We'll see you at the show.